Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Social Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping you discover your own personal business model and simplifying the process of creating, marketing, and growing that business. My name is Jill, and I am your host. As you can see by today's title, we're going to be talking about things that you should never post on social media. And I'm also going to give you some examples of bad posts that companies put out there for the world to read, and they really backfired on them. If you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing to the show. Every week we talk about tips, tricks, success stories, what to do and what not to do, and all kinds of things to help small business owners and entrepreneurs like you. There's a lot of advice out there about what to post on social media, but you rarely hear about what not to post. Yes, it was officially the good old days the last time the statement, there's no such thing as bad publicity, was actually a true statement. Now it's just so easy for people to whip out their cell phone, jump on social media, and within a few minutes, that bad publicity can be shared around the world. After eight years of running my own social media company and running the social media operations for multiple businesses in a wide range of industries, many of those regulated industries such as law, medicine, education, I have a lot of experience with this. I want to share my advice with you so that these things don't happen to you. And no matter what the size of your business is, these recommendations apply to you. Okay, this is my list of the eight things that you should never post about on social media. Number one, religion. Number two, politics. Number three, anything that could be deemed inappropriate. Four, anything that offends a whole group of people. Five, anything that takes a side on a very controversial issue. Six, hashtags that already have other meanings. Seven, anything negative, cruel, or defensive. And lastly, number eight, shameless self-promotion. Now, I will explain these to you as we go along here, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about as we dive into these examples. The first example is a tweet, or actually a series of tweets put out by US Air. They had a delayed flight, and a lady named L tweeted them saying, unhappy that flight number 1787 sat for an hour on the tarmac in Charlotte because overweight, resulting in over hour late arrival in Portland. Now, U.S. Air originally answered with a pretty uh, positive response saying, we truly dislike delays too and are very sorry your flight was affected. So all good so far from U.S. Air. But what happened was (laughs) just A day or two after that, they tweeted her again saying, we welcome feedback, Elle. If your travel is complete, you can detail it here for review and follow-up, giving a link. Okay, the problem with that was they essentially brushed aside all her concerns and acted like nothing ever happened and sent a very, what would have been an innocuous tweet asking for a review at a really bad time. Essentially, the airline made it seem like they completely brushed off the passenger's complaint and was only focusing on gaining information for themselves. So as you can see, know the timing of what's going on with your particular customer and that particular situation before you post anything or tweet them. 
The next atrociously bad tweet comes from Ryan Ayer. And there was a lady that tweeted saying, uh-oh, at Ryan Ayer, don't forget Michael O'Leary's first ever Twitter chat today from 4 to 5 p.m. Hashtag grill MOL. And MOL is Michael O'Leary, who is the CEO of Ryan Ayer. Well, the reply she got back was, nice pick, roar, MOL. This lady's response was, quote, whoever is behind this Ryan Ayer is so lame. Tell MOL he needs therapy, not impressed. Not only did he tick off the woman who posted the original tweet, but he managed to tick off a whole lot of other women as well. For instance, here's another reply to this tweet. MOL, everyday sexism, Ryan Air fail, control your social media moron. Yikes, that's rough. The CEO later said that he, quote unquote, always compliments ladies' pictures. Well, uh, roar is not a compliment. It's something a predator would say. This did some serious damage and they learned the hard way that that's not appropriate. And by the way, if you'd like to see these tweets, actual photos of them, just click the link in the show notes below and I have all of them there for you to see. The next bad tweet is all about bad timing. Uh, Singer Chris Brown put out this tweet very shortly after being accused of domestic violence. And it said, happy Valentine's Day to all of the beautiful women around the world. Know that you are loved and appreciated. God bless. Seems like a really sweet, wonderful tweet. But again, timing is everything because here's a response he got back. At Chris Brown. Aw, I bet you say that to all the victims. Wow. Another one that backfired that was meant to be something kind and a Valentine's Day wish just really did not um, go the, go as planned. So the takeaway here is know what's going on in your brand and make sure the timing of your post is appropriate before you put it up there. The next two tweets we're going to talk about have to do with hashtags. And one of the things that's really important is to know what a particular hashtag is most known for before you attempt to use it. Um, And also, if it's very well known for one thing, don't attempt to try to change the meaning because it won't work and it will um, not go as planned. So the first one I wanted to tell you about is from Entenmann's. You know Entenmann's, they make all those yummy donuts and pastries and cakes and, and things. It's essentially a bakery. So they put out a tweet saying, who's hashtag not guilty about eating all the tasty treats they want? Super simple, basic tweet, um, very cute, very innocuous. However, there was a very public murder trial happening at the same time, and the hashtag not guilty was being used in reference to that, making Entman seem cold and uncaring and almost as if they were trying to jump on that hashtag and show up in conversations for their own benefit. Now, that wasn't what happened. They just, they they weren't aware. Um, they hadn't checked out that hashtag before using it. So they did the right thing in response. They tweeted, sorry, everyone, we weren't trying to reference the trial in our tweet. We should have checked the trending hashtag first. Um, another good point, everybody makes mistakes. And the appropriate thing to do is own your mistake, apologize for it, and then move on. And Entenmann's handled that situation correctly after it happened. Burger King had a very large hashtag fail as well. This one's actually pretty funny. They used the hashtag, hashtag WTF. 
And what they wanted that hashtag to mean was what the French fry when they were advertising their new French fries. Now, pretty much everybody out there knows what WTF means, which makes me wonder if they thought they could jump into the conversation around the hashtag. Um, Their tweet said, after years of top secret food development, Burger King introduced a new low-fat French fry known as Satisfries. They use hashtag WTFF, which already has a much different meaning than what the French fry. So I think most of you probably know what it is. And I'm pretty sure that nobody wants to try a French fry labeled as WTF. Oops. And here's another lesson from the files of make sure that your employees do not post their personal tweets accidentally on the business Twitter account. This completely inappropriate tweet showed up on the American Red Cross's Twitter. And it said, Ryan found two more four bottle packs of dogfish heads Midas touch beer. When we drink, we do it right. Hashtag get slizzard. I can just imagine how appalled people were to see this tweet and think about the Red Cross members who respond to all those tragedies around the world as being quote unquote slizzard. The next three tweets I want to tell you about fall into the category of shameless self-promotion. And what I mean by that is using a hashtag, a situation, something for your own selfish benefit. So that means, you know, posting things that are not appropriate around maybe a tragedy or a big, huge event where your company has absolutely nothing to do with it, yet you're posting Twitter. Uh, tweets and using a hashtag around that particular event to try and get people to go to your website, buy things from you. That's not okay. It's really tacky and it turns people off big time. And I'll give you an example right now. The tweet that we're going to talk about next came from The Gap. And as people were being evacuated, sleeping in shelters, and extremely worried about the fate of their homes during Hurricane Sandy, The Gap posted this tweet. All impacted by hashtag Sandy. Stay safe. We'll be doing lots of Gap.com shopping today. How about you? That's basically the equivalent of a tacky used car salesman pushing his products on anyone who crosses his path. And it's actually worse than that. That doesn't even describe it. I hope the Gap made a big, huge donation to those affected by the storm after that incredibly insensitive tweet. They weren't the only ones to try that stunt, though. Urban Outfitters posted this. This storm blows, but free shipping doesn't. Today only, with a link to their website. American Apparel made the same mistake. Here's their ad. In case you're bored during the storm, 20% off everything for the next 36 hours. And what they did was they posted a map of the United States, and they made each of the states red that are currently being affected by the storm. The next tweet kind of covers a whole bunch of the mistakes all in one. Um, The owner of Amy's Baking Company essentially chose to yell at all of her followers. And she posted this tweet in all caps. That's why I'm saying she was yelling. And here it is, quote, I am not stupid. All of you are. You just do not know good food. It is not uncommon to resell things. Walmart does not make their electronics and toys. So lay off with tons of exclamation points after it. 
wrong on so many levels. Um, first of all, she's calling all of her followers stupid and yelling at them in this tweet. And she's completely losing her cool and making her company look so bad. Um, it, it is definitely very hard to deal with negative people on the internet. And, and sometimes we want to yell and scream and, and do this, but it's super important to take a deep breath, um, wait a bit, and really have a strategy for dealing with negative feedback in a positive way. As bad as all of those tweets were, and they were all clearly mistakes made by an individual or a group of individuals, I think that one of the most important points about this topic is that we are all human. We all make mistakes. And one of the best things you can do is just to be real. If one of your tweets is ill-received, Admit your mistake, take ownership of it, and apologize to your followers. Being human and authentic can really do a lot to help your brand. And again, don't forget to click the link for the show notes so that you can see all of these tweets in real life. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm really excited to catch up with you again in the next episode.